Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Welcome to another Mach 1 Market Moment. Walter Storholt here with you today, joined by David Lee of Mach 1 Financial Group. David is a retirement income planning specialist serving you throughout Northwest Arkansas. You can find him online at mach onefinancialcom Again, that's mach onefinancialcom Com. And at any point in time, you can uh, give the team a call at 479-876-2100. Again, that's 479-876-2100. David, you doing all right this week? Doing great, Walter. How about you? Very glad to hear that. I am well and looking forward to our conversation today. Lots to get to. So let's jump into our conversation about keeping it simple, stupid. I know that's a phrase. Some people don't even like that phrase. We're not trying to be mean at all on today's show, but I do think it's a good idea to be blunt when it comes to this particular topic, because you see retirement planning, it really doesn't have to be all that overwhelmingly complicated. And it certainly doesn't have to be as complicated as some people end up making it. And so on today's show, we're going to explore why people make things harder than they need to be and what we can do to keep the process simpler and easier to understand. But let's start with the why, David. Why do you think some advisors seem to make things harder than they really need to be? Well, you know, it could be a lot of reasons. You know, it could be the obvious answer would be that maybe they want it to seem overly complicated so that you need them. And, you know, if they make it really complicated for you to understand, maybe you'll just take their word for it and do whatever they tell you you need to do because it's just so far beyond your ability to comprehend it that, you know, you really need their help and assistance and you need to listen to their guidance. But, you know, I I often tell people, you know, this whole retirement planning business is really not that complicated. What it boils down to is spend less than you earn during your earning years. And when you, once you're ready to retire, based on your age, the age that you are when you're ready to retire, that determines how much income you can afford to live on. The rule of thumb for, you know, if you're around 60 years old when you retire, you know, you could depend on around a 4% rate of income, rate of income from your investments. So if you've got a million dollars when you retire and you're 60, you could probably safely take out about $40,000 a year or 4% of a million and have a reasonable assurance that it's going to last for your lifetime. It's really not that complicated. This is not rocket science. It has to do with living within your means. And if you do that, you can retire on almost any amount of income, however, however small or however large. It all boils down to what you want your lifestyle to be at. You know, the other reason why I think that perhaps it seems more complicated than it should is perhaps that the advisor you're working with doesn't have the ability to simplify concepts into terms that's easy to understand. You know, the ability to to take complex information or somewhat complex information and boil it down into very simple terms it is a certain skill. And, and the truth is that not everybody has that skill. So it could just be lack of ability to explain things clearly, or it could be intentional to try to make it seem more complicated than it really ought to be so that you, um, don't ask too many questions, right? Yeah, it's very true. I think you hit on some important points there. So since we're striving for this goal of making things a little bit simpler and easier to understand, what are some tangible first steps that most people can take to simplify their retirement planning? You know, the number one thing that I always recommend people do is do a thorough retirement analysis, whether it's with us or whoever your trusted advisor is. Make sure that an advisor has never given you a recommendation without doing a thorough analysis. So what do I mean by thorough analysis? So, for example, some of the inputs that we collect from folks for our retirement analyzer software is we ask things, obviously, about your age, 
So we want to know how old you are. We want to know, obviously, what assets you have and whether they're IRA or 401k, Roth IRA, trust, whatever, you know, whatever type of tax qualification you have on the various investments that you have and how much, how much you're putting into those investments on a regular basis. So in addition to those obvious questions, we also want to know things like, okay, how much is your social security income if you're currently on it? Or if you're not on it, how much is it going to be at 62 or at 66 or at 70? So that we want to know what the income sources are going to be. So if you have a pension, we want to know how much that's going to be and when. We want to know things like, are you planning to work part-time in retirement? And if so, how many years and how much is a a reasonable expectation for how much you ought to plan to earn if you're going to work part-time in retirement? So there's a whole host of questions. I've only scratched the surface. There's a whole host of questions that we ask folks to determine not only where they are today, but where they're likely to be in the future from an asset standpoint and from an income standpoint. So that's the very first thing to simplify the retirement. It may not sound like a simple step, but it, it actually is pretty simple. Like we said earlier, this whole retirement planning concept is not all that complicated after all. We just have a data sheet that we have you fill out in order to really take a good snapshot of where you are currently and where you're going to be in the future. Because without knowing those things, it's like it'd be like going to the doctor and saying, hey, diagnose me, but I'm not going to give you any of my symptoms. I'm not going to tell you anything that's wrong with me. I'm not going to tell you how I'm feeling. You just figure it out. That's the very first thing is you got you to be able to do a retirement analysis and provide thorough, accurate inputs to your advisor so that he or she can give you accurate recommendations. Another thing that folks should consider doing is consolidating accounts just to simplify things instead of having you know money spread around a million places try to get it all in three or four or five places as far as number of accounts so that you can see them so that they can be working together in a more efficient manner i recently worked with some folks here in northwest arkansas and they had accumulated all these 401ks through the years from working with various employers you know with the vendor community that we have here in northwest arkansas it's pretty common with people changing jobs to have 401ks from former employers and people forget over time, right? They, they forget that they had this 401k over here and that 401k over there. And so they had, they ended up between the husband and wife, they ended up having, I think it was something like 20 accounts. We were able to consolidate that all into about five. So that's an important factor in simplifying things. It's also important in order to simplify things to understand what you're invested in. And that kind of goes along with the consolidation point that I just made. It's kind of difficult to understand what you're invested in when you have when you may not even remember that you had an account because you've left it with that old employer for so long, you even practically forgot it was there, much less what it's invested in. Yeah. So it's important to have your investments working together in a coordinated way, and you, you got to do that by consolidation. But in order to know how to have those investments work together in a coordinated way, it really does start with that retirement analysis. Like I was saying, do a retirement analysis first. That then leads to the plan, which can then lead to consolidation, which then leads to understanding what you're invested in and you know, also leads to eliminating unnecessary investment vehicles that may be in your portfolio. As always, if you'd like to make your retirement plan simpler, call 479-876-2100. That's 479 
876-2100. David, consolidating and taking some of those steps certainly helps simplify the process. But a lot of people, it's not the fact that they're disorganized or you know that they don't understand what they're invested in, but they may just be overwhelmed or confused by a particular investment or situation that they're in financially. What are some of the things that people often seem confused or overwhelmed by because other people have maybe just made it more complicated than it needs to be? Where do you clear up the most uh, frequently, uh, you know, areas of confusion? Yeah, you know, I would say probably the number one thing that people are overwhelmed and or confused by is simply knowing how much they need to have to retire on. You know, they see these commercials on TV that show these big numbers that, that you got to have. And, and you know, they may have an understanding that everybody's number is going to be different, but they have no idea how big or how small their number is. And, they, and as a rule of thumb, the general rule is that most people that come in to see me and do a retirement analysis, they come in with a belief that they are way behind in retirement planning and their number needs to be much, much bigger than it than it is today. And truth be told, for whatever reason, more often than not, they're either in pretty good shape or they're not very far behind or they're even ahead of where they need to be, but yet they still feel behind because and I think that's a I think that's because of some of the advertising messages that that are fed to us through the media, perhaps making us think that we we perhaps gotta have a much bigger nest egg to retire on than we actually do have to have. Now, I'm not saying that you can retire on a lot less than you thought you could, because it all comes down to lifestyle right? We talked about how this whole retirement planning business is not all that complicated when you boil it down. It has to do with living within your means, right? So if you've got, if you've got a $5 million portfolio, you could afford to live a very high lifestyle in retirement, most likely. Whereas if you've got a a million dollar portfolio, which is plenty for most people that I see to retire on, but not if you live a high lifestyle, right? If you have a high lifestyle, a million dollars may not be enough. If you live a really high lifestyle, five million might not even be enough. It just comes down to how large do you want to live life in your retirement years? And, you know, most people don't realize that it oftentimes takes less than what they would think because they're going to have Social Security as an income stream. They're not going to be necessarily supporting children anymore. So, you're not going to have that expense. You're not going to have a mortgage for many people in your retirement years. So your living expenses, other than healthcare, are probably not going to be perhaps as big as you might be anticipating. And so therefore, you might not need as large of a number as you think you may need. So that's probably the number one thing that I see people overwhelmed and confused by is not really having a grasp on, on whether they're ahead or behind the pace of where they need to be to be on pace to retire when they want to retire by. And a couple other things I'll I'll mention, you know, life insurance. That's another common area of confusion. People not having a clear understanding of whether they're overinsured or underinsured or whatever. And I, I clear that up all the time for folks. I had uh, some folks in here the other day. They had two young children, and they were paying premiums for the young for the young kids for life insurance. The wife was a, a stay-at-home mom, and the dad had a full-time job, and they were insuring all of those all of those folks, I mean, including the children, like I said before. And after reviewing their situation, their household, their debts, their life insurance policies, I was able to recommend to them that they should probably drop the life insurance policies on the children, perhaps even drop the life insurance policy on the wife, and ended up freeing up easily over $100 a month, which was a lot of money for this particular couple. 
easily freeing up over a hundred dollars a month just in life insurance premiums, helping them realize that hey, you you're perhaps overinsured. Now sometimes I'll see people who are underinsured too, and I help clear that up. But that all has to do with doing that thorough retirement analysis that we talked about earlier. So those are probably the two things that I would point out is the confusion on how much to retire on and the confusion on whether they're overinsured or underinsured. Those are those are two very easy things to clear up that we can clear up quickly. And last but not least, David, I know that you tend to classify different investments to make it simple and easy to understand. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, one I've used several different ways of simplifying this through the years. You can I've used a buckets of money approach where you think you've got well, you're You've got your now bucket or money that you need right now for income. You've got your, you know, not too far in the distant bucket, maybe five, 10 years in the future income. And then perhaps your your later bucket or your never bucket, money that you'll never either need in your lifetime or you'd only need it in the event of extreme circumstances. So that's one way to really simplify and organize your finances is think of money in terms of buckets of now, later, and never. Or another way is, Think of of money in terms of, again, using the bucket example, think of money in terms of the growth bucket or the income bucket. You know, you money can do either one of those things for you. If you don't need it now, it's growing. If you need it now, it's generating income and probably not growing as much. So think of a, a growth bucket and an income bucket. And speaking of income, you know, that's one of the very first problems we solve for when we're doing that retirement analysis. Solve for income first. Figure out, well, if you're going to retire at 60 or 62 or 65, how much income are you going to have from social security or pension? And then how much income do you need to have coming in? So let's say you need to have $6,000 a month coming in. And with social security, you've got 2000 a month coming in. Well, there's a $4,000 a month income gap there. We got to solve that problem first and figure, you know, using an income bucket, how do we solve for that $4,000 a month income gap? And then once we've solved for that gap in the safest manner possible, the rest of the money can go into that growth bucket, or you might call it the later bucket, or you might even call it the never bucket, however you want to however you want to classify that. But that's that's one way to really simplify the ways that you think about money. Just think of it in terms of buckets for now or for later. Always helpful <clears throat> information. And uh, David, we appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. You bet. My pleasure, Walter. A reminder, you can always get help with your financial questions and get answers to those questions by calling 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100 to meet with David Lee, Kyle Alexander, and the great team at Mach 1 Financial Group. 479-876-2100 is that number. Call and set up a time to meet to discuss your financial plan today. 479-876-2100. This is the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services offered through Fusion Capital Management, which is registered as an investment advisor with the SEC and only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission and does not imply that the advisor has achieved a particular level of skill or ability. Please consult your financial advisor as many financial and insurance products have associated fees. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.